Hey mom, have you ever moved to a new place and felt completely alone? Yes, I have done that a lot. (laughs) Today, our guest is Emily, and she also moved to a new place and felt completely alone. She moved across the country, actually. And in our conversation, we kind of talk about some of the lessons that she learned through that process and like the different things that she did to kind of branch out and grow and make friends and socialize and just kind of the lessons that she learned through that whole process. So we're excited to share this episode with you. Thanks for joining us. Okay, welcome back to the Motherful Podcast. We are on episode four and we have Emily with us. And I just have to say, Emily is one of our all-time most devoted listeners. So we're happy to have her here. Um, Emily is a mom to a sweet 18-month-old girl. She loves traveling to new places and learning about different cultures. She is a full-on foodie and loves to try new and fun restaurants wherever she goes. Her travel itinerary often revolves around food. She loves cooking but hates cleaning and jokes that her husband is a better house husband than she is a housewife because he is way better at keeping the house clean. Emily loves anything with coconut or dark chocolate. She enjoys exercising, but only if it involves some kind of dancing. (laughs) She loves finding new activities to do during the day with her little girl and has recently been embracing all the fun fall activities. So welcome, Emily, because you like coconut and dark (laughs) chocolate. I think we're friends. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong, right? (laughs) Okay. And then about fall activities, I just watched a video today from Trey Kennedy, and it's his fall, um, fall hallelujah 2023. And it is pretty funny. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) Okay. So for our weekend review, um, I don't really. I don't have anything new. (laughs) It's been, it's been a boring week for me, (laughs) but what are you reading mom? Or no, you said you're watching something. I am watching something. I started a new show on Netflix called the diplomat and I'm not really like, um, a political show watcher, (laughs) but this actually has some intrigue and it's, um, kind of cool. So I've watched a couple of episodes. It's about a woman who becomes a U.S. ambassador in England. And after some tragedy happened to the English um, Navy, I think, and then secretly everyone around her is trying to train her to become the next vice president of the United States. Um, Has anyone seen it? No, no. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I think it's relatively new, but like I said, I don't usually watch political shows, but um, I'm sticking with this one for now. What about you, Emily? Did you have anything that you've listened to or... Well, it's funny because I, I'm totally not a reader. Like I, I'm even in a book club, like we're meeting on Wednesday and I seriously, (laughs) my husband calls it my social club because I just go, I catch up with my friends and then I like leave. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what most book clubs are. (laughs) Yeah. So moms have to do a... No, but I, and then with the podcast, like I love podcasts, but like most of them are like teaching related. I used to be a teacher before I had my baby. And so I am just like this weird teacher nerd still, and they're all teaching related. So I don't know if any of your listeners are going to find them interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. That's funny. (laughs) But okay. I actually do have one fun one that I listen to. Well, you're, I I count your guys' podcast as my fun one too, but this other fun one, um, 
is about travel hacking. Have you guys like gotten into travel uh-uh. hacking help with no. like travel credit cards and stuff? What? So it's called the Travel Hacking Mom, and um, it's kind of it's guys kind of interesting. They just like. I haven't even like gotten into it. But I just like listen and like get excited about like where I could go with all these yes. like points and miles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Fun. That's cool. Yeah. We That's just cool. went, I just went to the Bahamas last week and oh, um, so- used points for all my hotels. So. Okay. There you go. So you already yeah. know how to do it. <laughs> it was kind of nice. And our flights were free. So it only cost well, $110 to come back to the United States because you have to pay a state uh, re-entry oh, wow. tax. Well, maybe you need to start a new podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, Marry a Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that good at travel. How, how to marry a pilot. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. I actually don't recommend that very much. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the highlight of the week. My highlight, so my baby is 18 months now, and she's just like talking so much. And it's so fun. And my favorite thing recently is just like the way she uses words wrong, you know, and it's just so funny to me. So recently, it's really cute. She's always been a pretty good sleeper. And recently, she's been like asking to go to sleep. So she'll point to her crib and say, sleeping, sleeping, baby, sleeping. What? <laughs> I like, you know when she's I just think My it's so cute. My child has never done just, that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm lucky. <laughs> it's cute. Well, that's, that's fun awesome. when they learn how to talk. Finley talks a lot, too. I know. Yeah, so she, she's at the stage where she's starting to say words the right way. And it makes us really sad <laughs> for like all of a sudden she'll wake up and pronounce something right. And we're like, no, go back to the other way. <laughs> she can pronounce milk perfectly, like with the K at the end and everything. And it used to be meal. She used to ask for meal. <laughs> meal, meal. And now she says milk. And I'm like, no, don't. Oh, you have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. What was your highlight, Nicole? I, yeah. So I had an ultrasound this week, um, and I'm 32 weeks pregnant, so it's kind of random. But I guess they, like at my doctor's office, they started doing it during COVID, and they just kept doing it because they liked doing the 32 week ultrasound. I don't know, but yeah. um, I found out this baby has hair, which is crazy to me because Finley is still bald, and she's almost two. <laughs> She still gets called a boy all the time. And so we're like in the ultrasound and the ultrasound tech is like, oh my goodness, your child has a lot of hair. Like this baby has so much hair. So that was really exciting because I feel like this like second pregnancy is just not as exciting in general because like you're taking care of another kid and like, especially because it's the same gender. It's like, you don't have to buy all the fun stuff. I mean, you still can, but. Yeah, so that was exciting. It like gave me something to look forward to because I'm like, I know. I'm what is she gonna look like? To like she's not the same person yeah. as Finley. She's like a new person. So <laughs> um, that's fun. But I did. <laughs> I had one more funny story that happened literally like two hours ago about pregnancy brain. Um, found out that I have been wearing my shirt backwards the entire day. <laughs> because I was sitting teaching piano and I'm sitting next to my student on there on the bench and I'm sitting next to my student 
and I was like explaining something and I went to cough and I went to like cough like into my collar like into my <laughs> sleeve a little bit and I pull my sleeve up and the tag flipped up and hit me in the face and the- she was watching and she just started cracking up she's like a teenager too it's not like she's like a five-year-old that like not, is not gonna care she's like a teenager and she just looked at me and just started cracking up <laughs> I was like, oh my that's embarrassing. Like, who does that? Your shirt yeah. on backwards, like the whole day. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen when you have two little toddlers running around. Oh, That'll happen to you. I just, I Don't told worry. her, I was like, if you've ever heard of the term pregnancy brain, like, it is a real <laughs> thing. I have never felt it more than it's happening. This pregnancy, like, my brain just does not work. So. <laughs> disclaimer for if i ever say anything weird I'm like that's why it's not so much a highlight but funny story what about you mom well so this happened actually to today we were um driving home from somewhere in the truck and i was just talking along or something and mark goes um hey is that guy did that guy have a flat tire i'm like i didn't i don't know what you're talking about i didn't see him so he turns around and he goes and pulls up next to this guy who's walking his bicycle. And he's like, hey, um, did you get a flat? Do you need a ride? And the guy's like, yeah, I got a flat. So we, anyway, we put his bike in the truck and we gave him a ride. It actually ended up being like five or six miles in the opposite direction of where we were going. And so um, we kept driving. He was instructing Mark where to go. And he kept driving. And we're like, wow, that would have been a long walk. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of he- healing a broken foot too. So I'm really grateful that you guys <laughs> picked us up. <laughs> but um, anyway, we dropped him off and I just felt like I did a good deed for the day because, and I wouldn't have yeah. been able to do that if I wasn't with my husband because I won't pick up strange men on yeah. the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. But I don't actually know if I've ever done that before, picked up someone and yeah. given them a ride when they were in distress. So that's kind that's of really cool. Fun yeah. To be able to do that. That's a way cool story. Yeah. That was a good one to share. All right. Well, Emily, thanks again for being with us. Why don't you go ahead and um, just introduce yourself a little bit and tell us a little bit about the topic that you wanted to discuss and why you wanted to discuss it. Yeah. So um, I've been married for four years. Uh, my husband and I met at BYU. And uh, we had our baby 18 months ago, just right after Nicole had Finley. Um, also, by the way, Nicole and I know each other from Japan. We were, we both were, in, yeah, as yep. much as in Japan. So fun. It seems awesome. like so long ago, right? I know. <laughs> I know. It really does. It's so old. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's crazy. So I um, had my baby 18 months ago. We um, were living in Utah at the time where our families are. And then my husband started graduate school in North Carolina. And so we moved to North Carolina when my baby was like five months. Um, so it's been like a little over a year now that we've been here. Okay. And so how long are you planning on being there? How long is his program? So he'll be done like a year and we're still just trying to figure out what to do. Everyone, like, that's literally the question of every day. Everyone's like, where are you next year? (laughs) Like our families, my friends here, like everyone's like, are you leaving? (laughs) Like, I don't know. We'll see. And most of your family's in Utah? 
Yeah. Yep. Okay. And we're, um, my, my daughter's the only grandchild on both sides. So they oh, obviously gosh. miss her a lot and like, yes. we miss them. so it's, it's hard yeah. to be, you know, far that's, away. Yep. That's how family is too. My, yeah. her, her grandmas can relate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're so spoiled, right? So fun. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. But it's, it's hard to be so far away. We, it's funny though. We just had this weird fascination with North Carolina. We both literally knew nobody here before moving. And mm-hmm. we both just kind of felt like, I don't know, like we just kind of felt drawn to the state. So we like, we hadn't ever been here before. We like took a trip out like a year before moving and really liked it. And so he applied to a bunch of programs here. And it's funny because the college that he's at is like super tiny. And it's like in this really like hick town. Everyone's always like, how did you find us? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, people ask me that like every day. They're like, how are you here? Yes. And so we always tell them like, we, we didn't choose the school. We chose the state and then, you know, uh-huh. from there. Yeah. Um, so anyways. Well, um, I have to just say, add something in right yeah, here. I yeah. feel like I have a really strong opinion about this and I know it's not possible for everyone to do this, but I did not grow up in Utah and I feel like people who have spent their entire life in Utah need to get out and experience yeah. something else. Yes. And so I am totally, I totally admire you for, uh, wanting to leave, <laughs> wanting to move to another state. And yeah. I know it is hard, but, um, when my husband and I did it, cause we got married and he's from Utah and, and we started here for a little while. And then, uh, we actually lived in a lot of different places. So I'm going to totally relate to everything that you have yeah. to say today. Yeah. But, um, he, uh, when the times that we lived outside of Utah was really a growth experience for both of us and our family and stuff. So anyway, I just had to add that before you continue. No, that's good to hear from like another (laughs) person too. Yeah. Cause I totally feel that it's just like, I I feel like I've been able to grow so much in like a different way than I would have, if I was just in my little comfort zone in my little bubble, you know, with my family and Mm -hmm. friends Mm-hmm. So not that like, like, obviously you still can make a lot of growth and meet a lot of new people, but I just felt like, um, I think my experience as a mom has been like really strengthened by the fact that I had to kind of like start over, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like already having a baby already like experiencing all that, but then just like moving away and like trying to figure out like how to do everything like by yourself, but also mm-hmm. like with your own little family unit. Yeah, I don't know. It's just been like really cool for me. And I feel like um, in the beginning, it was like really exciting still, you know, like we yeah, new place. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's going to be so cool for North Carolina. I just like was so excited. Yeah, and it was like it was just like a really fun thing. And then I think after like a few weeks, it just kind of hit me that like, wow, this is like my life now. And, you know, <laughs> like a five month old, they're just like still pretty little. You can't mm-hmm. like take them out to do a ton of stuff. We're in a new place. We're in like a three story apartment and we only had one car at the time. And so I was just like stuck inside literally the whole day. Like I was so terrible. Yeah. Looking back, I think I, I was like depressed or anything, but looking back and like that is, it was just like kind of a sad time, you know? Yes. yes. I didn't know a ton of people. Yep. Um, yeah. And I, so anyway, I just feel like, um, I've learned a lot over the past 18 months that I 
as a mom, I really need like social connections with other people. And I don't think I really knew that about myself before because I never had to. Like I was always mm-hmm. with people, you know, in school or different jobs or whatever. Like I was never in a situation where I had to be just like literally by myself. Like obviously you have yeah. a baby, but you had like talk to them in the same way. So, yeah, you know, it's just like, I think I, I just didn't know that about myself before. And so yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Have you, did you guys like experience that at all? So I moved 10 times in the first 10 years of marriage. Oh, goodness. And wow. then I've lived in Lehigh and I've lived in a couple different homes, but I've lived here for like 21, 22 years. Uh-huh. And so um, the experience of moving is like way in the past. But I remember thinking that every time we moved, especially with the connection of the church, I felt like it took about six months uh-huh. before I really felt like... I was a part of anything. Mm -hmm. And for a young person who is, you know, with a baby all the time, or even like little children, it's, that's hard. That's a long six months to, to take, to get to know people. And, um, and, and I'm a fairly outgoing person. Um, but I, I remember thinking many times, okay, I'm coming up on the six months. I can do this. Like, <laughs> I know it'll be, it'll, it's going to be okay. But yeah, it, um, you do need those connections and until you find them, it is kind of a lonely, a lonely thing. Totally. Yeah. And for me, I moved just from Northern Utah to Southern Utah. And I don't think the the loneliness really hit until I had my baby, which Uh is kind of weird. But like, we lived here, let's see, we moved in in October, and I didn't get pregnant till like March or April. So we had like a good six months of just us. And that was like, in your notes, you put like, it was like the honeymoon phase. And I was like, Mm -hmm. that's the perfect description. Because it was like, we were just so excited to be in Southern Utah. Like the weather was so great all winter. Like, we got mountain bikes and we were mountain biking together and we were decorating our house together and we had a puppy and like, there was just like so much to do. And then even when I was pregnant, like it's still, you're just, it's with you and your husband. And so like we would, even if I couldn't mountain bike or, you know, do all of our other like hobbies, like we still just would spend a lot of time together Mm -hmm. and we were both still working. And then as soon as I had my baby and I went to like mostly working from home, then I think that's when it was like, oh my goodness, like I'm, I'm here all day, <laughs> like all day, every day. <laughs> and I think that's when it kind of hit me that like, I need, I need to find something to do or I'm going to go crazy with this. Yes. With this baby. So yeah, it, I like that you called it the honeymoon phase. Cause it definitely, I think there is a honeymoon phase when you move to a new place. And then after a while you start to realize like, oh, Maybe I do. Maybe I do need some friends. Maybe I do need to socialize a little bit. So Emily, what did you do about those feelings that you had um, of being stuck and alone? Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, I would just talk to my husband about it. He's always just so good to listen and you know help me. And he he was really empathetic too because he like. Um, he had classmates and stuff at school. And so he felt really bad because he would, you know, talk to all these people at school and then I would just be at home all day. So he was really good to like, just help me feel better about it. But eventually I guess like after a few weeks, I just decided, um, 
to start teaching piano and to like tutor from home since I used to be a teacher I wanted yeah. to you know just do a little bit of tutoring to kind of keep it up yeah um and it was really fun I didn't really expect to like like it so much but I, I really enjoyed just like breaking up the day like I would have um like during my baby's nap or something I would have like a piano student come in the middle of the day or like mm-hmm. um, just like little things like that or like my husband would like watch her for a little bit and I just remember like even though it was so little, like I would only have like a couple of students or whatever. It was just like kind of fun to like break up the day like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also hard because my baby was still at a stage where like, you know, it's just like so unpredictable and you can't really set like a super set schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it was, it was good. It was good to like get started with something. And then um, kind of from there, I started teaching like a little music and movement class for preschoolers. And I, like I said, I'm in an apartment still. And so we literally did it inside my living room. It's actually a pretty <laughs> decent sized living room. But um, <laughs> that, that was so fun. It also did not last long because my neighbor downstairs didn't like the jumping. Under- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so think? <laughs> it was only like twice a week. So I, it wasn't even oh. like that big, but, and she complained <laughs> at the front office instead of us. So that kind of made me mad, but it's okay. Um, Anyway, so I started doing that and the moms would like come and drop off their kids and it was, I would got to like chat with some moms too. So that was kind of fun to kind of, you know, have some more adult interaction and it was still like really small. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was, yeah. So in between that, I obviously was still, that was just like a, a few things here and there. And I, the days were still like really long. It was like winter time. And so it's cold, hard to do stuff outside. Um, and I remember like going home for Christmas. We went home for like three weeks because my husband had a lot of time off of school. I remember mm-hmm. just dreading coming back because I didn't want, like, I loved being at home with family and like being able to see people every day, having other people to, you know, help with my baby and like talk with her. Just being with mm-hmm. people every day was just like so fun. I just remember like really dreading coming back. And so it was about that time that I reached out to, there, I had this connection with this studio downtown um, in our little city, and I had reached out to them, um, and I can't even actually remember how it all started, but anyways, we, they do, it's like this cute little, like, preschool little studio, like a dance gymnastics kind of studio, oh, fun. and okay. so um, I don't even remember how it all came to be, but anyways, I started teaching, like, I started doing like this playtime with them. I think they had already started it, but I kind of like took over part of the days. So anyways, it's this really cool thing where moms will come in the morning, like a couple hours in the morning, just twice a week. And it's like a drop-in kind of thing where you just can come and like meet other moms. And there's like so many toys there, um, like slides and like, like, like a little like station kind of things, you know, like. Uh-huh. a coloring station and like a kitchen station and trains oh, and it's like so yeah, many fun cute. and you can it's like for kids like five and under and like moms yeah. will come and anyway so I started doing that in like ah, like March-ish and I seriously it sounds so cheesy but it has been like such a big thing in my like happiness in my like happiness as a mom <laughs> yeah. it's like so weird to say but like seriously like comparing my life now because I I do that twice a week and I I seriously meet like so many new moms and 
Like I just did it today. And it's like so fun. My my little girl loves it. Like she knows that place so well because like we go there so often. Mm-hmm. And yeah. some of the same moms will come too. So like I've like exchanged numbers with some of them and like we all like know each other pretty well. There's also some new ones that will come too. And it's just like such a fun community really is what it is. I think that's like the biggest thing that I have enjoyed is just like creating a community. Mm-hmm. Um you know, other moms that are like in similar circumstances as me that like also want to like get out of the house and like meet other people, have their kids play with other people. Yeah. It's just been like seriously a godsend. It's been so, yeah. so fun. And I really That's wish awesome. I would have found it earlier. Like I, I don't even know if it existed like a year ago, but I, I wish I could have found it when my baby was, you know, even younger. Right. It's just like, it's so cool to have a place to go to, you know, mm-hmm. Um like something in your schedule that you know you're going to go to. I mean, it helps that I like work there. So they literally pay me to like, you know, <laughs> pay me, play with my child. Make friends. Friends. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I'm just really grateful for that. And I had this, like, it all kind of hit me this one day when I, uh, we have this like really cute downtown area in this, in the city I'm in. It's seriously like a little hallmark downtown. And there's like this little park, um, down there and the studio that I'm at is like right by this area as well so anyways this one day I went to the park and I ran into this mom that I'd met at this playtime and so we like chatted for a while and our kids were playing and then I like took my little girl and I we started walking um like downtown to this little ice cream spot because someone at church was doing like this fundraiser there and so then we like chatted with them for a while like ate ice cream with them and then I I was like starting to leave. And like, as I was leaving, this other mom from church had just gotten there with her kids and their kids like adore Abby. And so they saw her and they like wanted to stay and chat, but I like, didn't see the mom. I'm so, I promise this is going somewhere. Anyways, I, I turn around <laughs> and I start leaving. And then the mom was like, Hey, bye Emily. And the, she was just like making sure that I knew that, you know, like she was there. Anyways, this is a long story, but I, I just all kind of hit me that I was like, I had just talked to like so many people in the matter of like 10 minutes and I just felt so like, yeah, like loved. Like that sounds yeah. so weird. Yeah. I just felt like, wow, this is like a place that I feel like appreciated. And like, like a yeah. year ago, I never would have had that happen. You know, like I would have taken, well, a year ago, I wasn't even leaving the house, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. If I was, yeah. it was like somewhere I would just like go by myself with my daughter and then come back. But it was just like this cool moment of feeling like, well, like I know people and they know me and we're just like this little community. And I yeah. feel like moms need that. Like I feel yes. like so many moms don't even have that yet. And so I don't know. I've just realized I feel really passionate about like, like since I realized that something that I really need is to like build community and like meet other moms and get out of the house and do all that stuff. I really, I feel like a lot of other moms probably feel that too, mm-hmm. especially new moms, you know, new moms yes. who are staying home. Well, it makes a difference when you feel like you are known also. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. one thing to, you know, go to church and feel like, you know, some names, but when they start calling your name too and saying, hi, Emily, <laughs> yeah. Like that, yeah. It, yeah. it totally makes a difference. Yeah, totally. So you wrote on your notes, you've got three things that you've learned about this community and how valuable it is to moms. Yeah, yeah. So I think the first thing is just that you like we can like take the initiative to like 
just find opportunities around the community. I think there's lots of like parks and libraries, any kind of like little local toddler kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of like making the most of those activities. Like I've, I've like, I don't even know if I can take credit for any of this because usually the people that I meet, they're the ones that are like, Hey, like let's exchange numbers. We can get together again. Like I, I think I could be better about, you know, doing that too. But like, yeah. like just the other day, okay. I met this super cute mom with these two little kids at the park and we're meeting up again tomorrow. And I just like, I want to be a better mom like that. Like, like I want to be the one that's like asking um, if we can meet up again and stuff. Cause I feel like I can't really credit for that. Right. Like that's just like, it's just happened, which has been lucky, but yeah. Um, anyway, I think that's the first thing is like getting out of the house and like finding an opportunity to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And along those lines. So when, when I was reading your notes, I was thinking also like taking the initiative and planning things on your own, like for other totally. people to come to. Yeah. Cause for me, so I'm like, I feel like I'm an introvert, but like I'm an extroverted introvert. Like <laughs> I'm like that in between where like, I'm fine to just like sit at home and be by myself. And I mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. am more comfortable that way. Um, yeah, that is but a then, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but then when I am in social situations, like I enjoy it and I'm not, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm awkward, <laughs> like, I hope I'm not <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but like, it takes me a while to like come up or like come around to the idea of a new social situation. Okay. So like, it takes me several times of being invited to something to finally be like, okay, yes, I'll come. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I've noticed though, that when I am in control and like I can plan the activity or like who's coming or what food is going to be there. And like, I know what's happening. Then I'm like way more excited about it. Cause then you don't have all those Mm -hmm. excuses in your head. And it's like, you're in control of what's happening. So if you're the one to organize the play date or you're the one to organize the barbecue or the potluck or like the get together, or, you know, you're the one to invite your friend to the children's museum or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that's what it takes is just putting yourself out there and realizing that you, you have to be the one taking the initiative. Yeah. And you feel more comfortable doing it that way sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I guess that's kind of along with your second point. It looks like your second point is to take initiative and put yourself out there. Yeah. I guess I kind of blended those points together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, but totally. And also with that, something that I've done way more since becoming a mom and since like moving here is just like taking time to like FaceTime friends and like family obviously too, but just like I have like these random friends from different pockets of my life that Mm -hmm. I try to like keep up with, you know, like whether it's from my mission or a study abroad or like my last ward or whatever. Well, I think that's hard too though, because like you see what's going on in their life on social media. And so you're like, I don't need to call you. Like, I, I can see you just went on vacation last week and you look like you had fun. Like, I don't need to talk to you about that. Like, I can just okay, comment. But, like, but wait, I'm the older, more wiser uh, perspective. And that doesn't always work. No, like, that's my point. No, that's my point is that you see, yeah, you see what's happening in their life on social media and so you forget that like right you need to make that human connection to to stay friends (laughs) you know it's like sometimes just liking somebody's picture is not enough to to stay friends you have to like actively 
you know, be talking to them on the phone and FaceTiming and right. trying to meet up. And like the actual human contact is very different than social media. Totally. Exactly. And there was a lot of time during those days that I was stuck at home that like a FaceTime with someone scheduled was like what got me through the day. You know, I'd be like, oh, yeah. I could have FaceTime this friend today at two. And I like was so excited about it. And I, oh, my that's so cute. With me, like, <laughs> Yeah, it was just like a something that we would look forward to. And usually these are friends that also have babies. And so it was fun to like have my little girl with me. Like we think we could like show off our kids and, you know, it's just like a fun thing to look forward to. And honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I'm now that it's like, like now that I get out of the house, like every day and I have somewhere to go to, I honestly like, don't do that as much. So I probably should try to FaceTime people more, but it really was yeah. what, something that really helped me during like the winter days when I didn't have an, another car yet. We were just like stuck inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was something that really helped. But yeah, the last thing, um, and I didn't really mention this before, but something else that has helped me to like get out of the house one and also just like meet new people and, and try to connect more is just finding opportunities to serve. So, um, a few different things. First of all, you guys had like a really cool guest a while back and I can't remember who she was or what her name was. I just remember she talked about like serving and like bringing your kids with you. You guys remember who that was? That was Kim. Yeah. Yeah. That was Kim. She was really cool. And I remember being really hit by like I don't know. I just like really wanted to do something like that. Like go to like volunteer somewhere with my baby. And I'm like, how cool that kids can like grow up, you know, in that kind right. of environment. So like, I haven't done that yet, but like, I've been able to like go teach with the missionaries and I'll just like bring her with me. Like just last week we did that. And she just like stayed in my lap the whole time, which was kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've just really enjoyed trying to find things to do outside of the house, but like bring her with me. Yeah. You know, whether that's like, trying to meet up with another mom or if that's like trying to yeah go out with the missionaries or whatever I just think it's so fun to like do with her mm-hmm. um another thing was so this girl that I minister to she like doesn't have a car and she doesn't have family clothes she's like in school here and she just has like kind of a lot of health problems and so I like so much that like she'll need to go to like the pharmacy kind of a lot or like be dropped off at like multiple doctor's appointments it's just like is kind of a lot okay and so um she's honestly like the perfect person to minister to because she is so good at like asking for help like you know usually you're like how can I help you like what can I do and like you know but like she's just like the best person to serve because she's so good at asking for help and so (laughs) like really good way like I'll just bring Abby with me and we'll just go and like drop her off wherever she needs to go and like Abby knows her name now and like oh yeah she likes to call her name and it's just like it's cute and I I like that my little girl is like seeing us do that together like helping Mm -hmm. get to where they need to be or like get their medication or whatever Mm -hmm. and when this girl left back home for the summer um I just I didn't even realize like how much I was enjoying like helping her until she left and like we didn't need to give her rights anywhere and I was like oh where'd oh. she go like that's actually really nice yeah. to, like feel so needed yeah like, obviously mm-hmm. as a mom you feel so needed like every day but like I don't know just like another aspect of my life just feeling like people need me and I can help in this way and I can mm-hmm. meet someone and build a connection in that way well, yeah. when you when you're helping or serving an adult, it just is a totally different feeling. <laughs> yeah, just like I mean, when it's your children, 
It's awesome. You're just trying to keep them alive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But when you know you're making a difference for someone by giving them a ride that they otherwise wouldn't have, that it's just a totally different feeling. So yeah, I get that. That's awesome. That's those are some great there's some great ideas and examples. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, well, our final question. Um this is what we ask all of our guests at the end of every episode. So, Emily, what does being a mother mean to you? Oh, this is a is a hard question because it's like there's so much that can go into it, I feel like. Um, I think being a mother is just such a beautiful gift that we can just have. You know, it's like that quote that they say. I can't remember if it's a quote or I just heard someone say, like, having a child is like, having like a piece of you like walking around outside of your body something like that yeah I like feel that all the time just like because it really is like this little piece of you that you grew for so long and you just like know them so well it's just like so you know just be able to like watch her grow up and like learn so much and like you guys have said just like learn along the way so much Mm -hmm. like I I'm just learning so much and I, I know that I have like so much more to learn but it's just like such a beautiful experience that I don't know I'm just like really grateful that God has given us this this role of of being able to mother and nurture you know other people along the way it's just yeah. really special I feel the same way that's awesome yeah, yeah. well Thanks for being with us, Emily. I'm glad we finally got to have our best listener on our podcast. I think you guys are just doing an awesome thing. I think it's really cool. Um, I remember I first started listening to this podcast during that time that I was talking about when I was just like stuck at home and just feeling like just kind of lonely and mm-hmm. didn't really have to go. So it really came at a good time of my life. So thank you for, for putting this together. It's really cool. Thing that you guys oh, are doing. that's so good to hear. Thanks for yeah. sharing that. I, yeah. I, we just really felt inspired to do this, and and we don't even know who's listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's cool too that there's like so many different guests. You know, like I, I know that like what we talked about today is probably not something that like, you know, if you've been a mom for like 15 years, you probably don't feel like that because you're like, you do, you have like so many kids, and you're taking your kids to all these different activities, and there's like. So many opportunities to leave the house and connect with other moms and like have a community. But um, Mm -hmm. there's just, I I just love that, you know, you have so many different guests. Yeah. Uh Different, different stages. Yeah. Well, if you know anyone who wants to, who wants to share, we are always looking for new guests. So, (laughs) okay. Thanks, Emily. Thanks for joining us for another episode. We hope you found inspiration for your own life. And hopefully we're as funny as we think we are. Find us on Instagram at the Motherful Podcast for updates on each episode. <laughs>